Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Nation. It is Friday night. Welcome to another edition of Page One, show number 195. The countdown is now on. We are five shows away from 200 shows as we start this month of June, June 3rd, 2022. So glad to be with you. I know for most of you tonight, uh, you are now into full swing of summer. Um, uh, some of you are still traveling. <laughs> uh, post <laughs> uh, Some of you are in rain. Some of you are in heat. Some, well, not heat, not the world in heat. Some of you are also <laughs> are in like nicer weather like we probably are here in Chicago where it was, I think, 79 degrees today and just a beautiful day. So uh, wherever you're at, hopefully you are enjoying your weekend and uh, glad you are joining us. As always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am holding up. Age is getting to me. The world, <laughs> the world is reminding me of how young I don't feel. <laughs> yeah, it's like I tell people, once you hit 30, everything that it's like a car warranty you know you you drive on that car and the warranty you know you don't need it everything's fine with the car and as soon as it reaches like that uh, 20,000 mile warranty everything goes to crap <laughs> exactly it's like it's like age 30 does that to you and uh yeah it's everything just goes to crap can't eat the stuff you used to eat can't do the stuff you used to do uh or you have to be really careful with the things you used to do. <laughs> right. Times have changed, man. I, I tell you. I, but you know what, though? I, I truly do feel that the things that we do now in this world speeds it up a little bit, whether it is our our eyesight or because we're staring at computers or at phones or if you know, it could be our feet because we're out here walking and sidewalks are hard and uh, shoes aren't made just right like they used to be. Yeah, it's a lot of contributing factors to what we do and how we uh, continue life as it is. <laughs> right. But as I always say, uh, at least we are here and we're upright. <laughs> Above ground, yes, I'm above above ground and still kicking, so I cannot complain. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you one thing tonight, and that you know, for the last few weeks, this has been an issue. We're still here every Friday night, 
But it is very hard to find stories going into the week because as a show here, um, we try to keep you abreast of things that are going on. But at the same time, we tend not to want to, like, beat the proverbial dead horse and talk about stories over and over again or things that you heard too much about throughout the week. And granted, by no uh, way are we minimalizing those things. But sometimes I know when you get to Friday night and you get to this show, you look forward to getting away from some of those things, especially on some podcasts, which we hope to do. Uh, I know we have had our share about things that have been going on uh, in the world, which seems to still be going crazy. Um, and things have not changed, and things seem to be getting worse, and, and one can only hope that things get better. Um, but, by the way, did you watch any of the Johnny Depp or Amber Heard trial? I don't I – don't, I didn't. Um, I did not. I'm, I caught bits I'm, and pieces from, like, YouTube videos from people that were making commentary about it. But my commentary ones that I was watching were the ones that were, like, making fun of their hair or <laughs> funny noises and that kind of thing. But, no, I've never – I didn't watch the trial, no. Well, it, it did come to an end this week, and I'm pretty sure everybody was thinking the same thing. And My fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. Yes. <laughs> Didn't have to watch court coverage anymore. I, you know, I've seen so many different takes on this. And like I said, I haven't watched it. I, I am familiar with some of the backdrops to the story and the fallout from that. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's just, it's sad all around. I worry and I'm not going to take sides. I don't know whose side to take. You know, one thing I've learned sitting on a few court cases, at the end of the day, there's always a little truth to both sides, but you just got to figure out who's telling the majority of the truth. <laughs> um, right. And when it is a celebrity case, when a celebrity is involved, it's almost to the point of where it's kind of like, eh, they're rich, they're figuring it out. Um, but we got to remember at the end of the day it is two people and you have to take away the celebrity myth if that's a word <laughs> to the whole thing I think the only thing that I fear is that if forget, there's another case like this I hope that it is not decided through um, the general population because one of the things that I read about this case was that the jury was never sequestered. They asked him not to read anything about this case. I would hope that they did not or was not swayed by things that they had seen or heard. Um, I almost kind of, at that point, would think that for such a high-profile case, you would want them sequestered. But then again, like I said, it's two people at the end of the day. And if it was Joe Schmo, and uh, they probably would not be sequestered. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I I can't get into those things. I, I don't know. It, 
When it comes to court cases, I think the only court case I ever watched, and even then, it was bits and pieces because I couldn't really watch it. You probably have to go back to the OJ trial. I can't watch. I can't watch court During cases. During college, yeah. Yeah, it's like I can't watch it. I, I just I can't. I can't get into it. But um, there are a lot of people that do. Um, those are the same people that like your true crime stories and that like. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, we shall see. Um, but those are pretty much the only, uh, besides the continuing thing uh, with the many um, mass shootings uh, that still kind of are taking place. And sadly, you hope that things kind of calm down. Um, it's gotten a little bit out of hand, especially Wisconsin. Uh, where you had a person who shot up a cemetery full of people and in Oklahoma and Tulsa, uh, one going to the doctor's office and killing uh, people within there, which is it's very sad on top of the other shootings that have occurred here over the last couple of weeks. But we hope that by the time you get to us, and like I said, not to minimize anything that has been going on, we hope that we can kind of back away from those. So we have a few things tonight, uh, not necessarily major stories, but hopefully some things that you guys will enjoy. I will tell you tonight, beyond the almanac, because there's a lot to discuss with that, uh, we got Retro Moment of the Week, and then a story uh, that would affect you out there in Vegas. Uh, (laughs) That a lot of people didn't think much about, but then when they heard it, it kind of brought an interesting debate. Um, and then we'll take a live look at what's trending, and I will tell you, we have an expanded yay or nay tonight, and then we also have two new stories from the Smoking Gun Files, which I hope that you all enjoy. <laughs> so, a lot of the table. Um, it may even end before the top of the hour. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I also had another question, nothing totally um, um, outside of. And this week, because I'm always I'm, I always read different things, and I stumble upon different stories. And one was a story. Actually, this I feel like this is like our relationship corner question now because um, there was one um, from. An online, uh, well, it was from a radio station uh, here in Chicago. The person that wrote in and was talking about the fact that they were in a relationship with someone. And that person in the relationship cheated. And they felt the need to cheat as well. But when they cheated, this is the woman that cheated, she got pregnant. And... Up popped a huge debate on online, and I'm kind of surprised. I, I guess I shouldn't say surprised. I guess it never should surprise me anymore. But there were a lot of women, or and well, yeah, there was quite a few women that pretty much had said, "Well, you know, hey." He kind of deserved it. He kind of deserved it. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like two wrongs don't make a right. 
And at the end of the day, she got pregnant. <laughs> and so began the huge debate because some people were saying uh, he shouldn't have cheated first. And that uh, I guess there are certain laws that even in some states that if your spouse or significant other cheats and has a baby, that you are responsible for it, not the person that got her pregnant. And there was a huge That's debate about that. Yes, there was a huge debate about that. And I think I was more concerned about the morals of some people because, uh, and of course, some people said that they uh, thought that it was wrong to make someone be responsible for someone else's child, especially if you cheat. Um and others, like I said, were saying, well, he shouldn't have cheated first. And then other ones were saying, uh, it's not his child. It's his responsibility because they're married. There's a difference. And I'm sitting here, and I couldn't believe what I was reading. And this went on and on and on. I don't know. I mean, if something like that hurts, I, I don't know why the person – who, first of all, like I said, two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, if one person cheated, that does not give you carte blanche to go out and do the same thing to quote, even up the score. Or two, if you get pregnant, that falls on the responsibility of the person who, by, in my mind, uh, who, under the Maury laws, is the father. Not the one who is responsible for said kid. <laughs> your thoughts? I, I I was just floored. Okay, so I haven't read this, so I'm just going off the uh, what you were talking about and what happened. Um, so first of all, if somebody cheats, you are wrong. You're right. You, Lavarque, are correct. Two wrongs don't make a right. Just because someone cheats doesn't mean you get to cheat. And if you're doing it to keep score, you're already, your relationship's already doomed. You should not be keeping score in a relationship. So that's my first opinion. Um, she was wrong for cheating on him after he cheated on her. The one thing that should have happened is, hi, you cheated on me, and either A, you leave the cheating bastard, or B, you stay with the cheating bastard and be the person that's bigger in the relationship at this point. Okay, that's my opinion. I'm not saying you have to leave him. I'm not saying you have to stay with him. What I'm saying is you shouldn't be cheating to make up for the fact that he cheated on you. So that's number one. Number two, she went out and cheated. Okay, fine. Didn't make her any better than him at this point. She got pregnant. She needs to live with the consequences. And so does the guy that got her pregnant. Like... I have no sympathy for anyone that goes, well, I didn't mean to get pregnant. Well, if you're responsible enough to have sex, then you're responsible enough to live with consequences. That's STD. That's illness. That's pregnancy. Now, if you can't live with those consequences, then you shouldn't be having sex. I'm not saying you're going to have one of those consequences every time you do have sex, but you've got to be ready for it. And if you're not ready for it, then that's on you. I don't think the guy, the husband that got, a, that got cheated on, should have to be responsible 
should have to be responsible for the baby that was conceived outside of their marriage unless he wants to. Now, if he wants to and he says, yeah, I'm going to take care of it, I'm going to be responsible, he can't take that back just because he doesn't like it later on. There's a lot of facets in here. Say if they have other kids in that relationship and say they have, like, say, three kids and he does for the two kids but not for the third. Then he's a, well, he's a dick. If you sign up for something and you sign up for it, full on. You can't half-ass it. Excuse my language. But one would say he didn't sign up to have the third kid. That's not his. Then he shouldn't have to. Then he he doesn't sign up for it. Then he doesn't sign up for it. Then he needs to leave the relationship. And really, honestly, the other guy should be a stand-up guy and be like, I got you pregnant. Doesn't have to like the woman, but you should take care of your kids. Yeah, it was just a jacked up situation when I was reading it. Um, if you guys are familiar, um, here in Chicago, we have a, a personality by the name of Kendra G. And you can go on her um, Instagram uh, where she talks about the story and just all of the comments that happened after that. Uh, it just it, it floored me to no end because I was like, even the people who were supporting her cheating on him after he cheated on her, I was like, that's not how that goes. <laughs> this is not that's not how that's supposed to happen. And the fact that we have to sit here and actually now discuss moral compass and the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do, it would be like if somebody stole from you, do you go and do you steal from them? Or if you know. Uh, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. It, it, nowadays, I, I, I get more I understand the eye for the, an eye for an eye concept, but that is not, not that. that doesn't work <laughs> in this situation. Nope. And it's almost kind of like the consequence of the eye for the eye in this one was her getting pregnant because it's kind of like, hey, you knew you weren't supposed to go out and do that. Now this happens. And now what? Where do you mm-hmm. go? Because here's the thing, you've now put a high risk of your marriage totally crumbling, and instead it's of something crumbled. that pop- – I hate to – I don't want to break it to crumbled, these but people. It could have been worked, it, it, it's crumbled, but it could have been worked out possibly. But now here you are where you have gone and cheated, and now you've got a kid coming. And I will tell you, a lot of guys, if that happened, a good chunk of guys out there would probably be like, hmm, too bad, so sad, see you. And that pretty much. But that's the and thing. I think she could have, Therein lies the thing. The guys could go. She got pregnant. I'm out. He got. He went and dipped his wick in something else. I'm not gonna not gonna call anything else outside of their wedding or outside of their marriage. She should have said, you know what? You dipped your wick. I'm out. And not get looked at for she being could, she, a, a she lone sister. She could have, and I would have been all but the way the behind that. The like, guy hey, leaving had, a. a I'm not saying I, I agree you know where, with you, but you know, know where I don't. I think she, she does but, it. But you know where I'm going with that? But that's because it. She, she could have left. She could have said, hey, you cheated. I want to leave you and, like, get you for everything that you got for support. And I would have been like, hey, go right ahead, because you shouldn't have done that. But now here we are. You know, you had this guy literally over a barrel because he cheated. And pretty much at that point, you had the, not the upper hand, I hate saying that, but you had the upper hand. 
You know, why, why go and ruin this? And now it's kind of like the, the connotations on it are different, though. Because yeah. even though she had the upper hand, and I, I'll use that word, it's fine. We can use that. We both know what we mean. She had yeah. that the way to take him to court and and take him for all he's got, if that's what she wanted to do. Um, but then she would be the gold digging bimbo, the gold digging mean ex. Here's the thing. Whereas he's like, hello, look, she's a whatever. I would like to think. I would like to think we've got to the point now where a lot of people, if they had saw the story as, such as it was up to that point, they probably would have been like, even guys, like I said, at that point, if the guy cheated and the woman was faithful, even guys would be like, dang, man, you know, if she drags you through the garden and takes everything, then yeah, I hope it was worth it, you know, but otherwise, you got what you got. But now it's kind of like you had that, like, that upper hand. And then when you went out and did that because you thought that you would be getting back at that person and now that you got pregnant, you now run the risk of this guy pretty much being like, I'm done. And the Lord knows what happens with the other guy that you're now having this kid with. So it's kind of like now you put yourself in a hole because of the eye for eye situation, which is why I was like, eye for eye never works out. It never works out. Ever. So, yeah, never ever. <laughs> I, it's, I, I, I wish I could find an update for that story. I don't know if there ever will be, but I'm pretty sure that it won't be the first or last time we even talk about that on this show. Um, but, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's just it's like, dude, you effed up. And then it's kind of like, ugh. <laughs> mind-blowing, especially in this day and age. Ugh. Yeah, I, I still don't get the, he cheated on me, so I'll cheat on him. No, that you're, it's the minute you decided that your relationship was already doomed. But you know what's sad, though, is that nowadays, that seems to be, whether it's a guy or a woman, that seems to be the mindset. Because people are going to say, hey, and I don't know if it's because the fact that somebody was able to somebody else and you weren't and you stuck to everything and you pretty much are thinking, well, they had, you know, their uh, fun, so now I'm going to go out and have mine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Things we hear. <laughs> you wish those stories like that were, like, made up, but, yeah, it was not. So, uh, but as I stated, uh, we are in the month of June now. And it is June 3rd, uh, so we kind of missed a couple of uh, things. I hope yesterday a lot of you uh, took advantage of National Leave the Office early day. <laughs> and um, today, Actually, I did. Did you? See? Yeah. Leave the office early. I mean, there was, a, there was a specific reason I didn't leave the office and then go home and not work. I went home to work because the office was painted and I couldn't be in there any longer. No. But I did leave the office. I think when they meant leave, leave, I think they meant like all the way leave and don't come back and <laughs> don't go home and go to work. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. It's the rule, Jack. 
<laughs> and of course, it's maybe June 3rd. It's National Chocolate Macaroon Day. National Egg Day is today. Uh, as I stated last week, today is National Repeat Day. Uh, as I stated last week, today is National Repeat Day. Uh, as I stated um, last week, today is National Repeat Day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also National Donut Day, which is the first Friday in June. So hopefully you had a donut today. Uh, tomorrow is National Cheese Day. Cheese fan. Uh, I like the uh, – is that the um, – the jack cheese with the little bits in there. Is it that? Um, why can't I remember the name of that cheese now? Pepper it's Jack. Kind of like Pepper Jack. There you go. Thank you. It was coming to me. Pepper Jack. Love <laughs> uh, my Pepper Jack cheese. And a good cheddar. If it's like a tasty cheddar on a burger. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh. Wow. Yes. Uh, it is also National Clean Beauty Day. National Cognac Day, it is Hug Your Cat Day, Old Maid's Day, um, <laughs> and it is also yeah I'm not even gonna go there. It is also National Safe Day. Uh, pretty much um, June fourth and National Safe Day holds the power to prevent tragedy from repeating itself. One in every three households in the United States has a gun stored somewhere inside, and the Brooklyn May Mother Found, uh, Moeller Foundation uh, is committed to ending senseless child deaths through education of responsible gun ownership and empowering parents to ask about guns or their children visit. Uh, so pretty much lock it away and secure them, um, and pretty much you can – safe day, meaning S stands for secure all firearms in the home, A – Ask the question about unsecured firearms in the home your child visits. F stands for frequently talk to your children about the dangers of firearms. And E is educating and empowering others to be safe. So that is National Safe Day. Uh, National Black Bear Day is tomorrow, as well as National Bubbly Day, National Prairie Day, and National Trails Day. That's a lot of outdoor stuff. Um, and then... On June 5th, Sunday, it is National Gingerbread Day, National Moonshine Day. I hate to say this, but it is National Veggie Burger Day. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was bacon. (laughs) And Sunday is also National Cancer Survivors Day, the first Sunday in June. June 6th on Monday is... uh, the uh, observance of D-Day. It is also National Applesauce Cake Day, National Eyewear Day, <laughs> National Gardening Exercise Day, National Higher Education Day, National Yo-Yo Day, and it is National Drive-In Movie Day. I've only been to one. I know that you living out in the uh, non-city areas have been to quite a few. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love going to drive-ins. <laughs> so yes, that's uh, on that day. Is there any? Uh, is there any out in Vegas? I'm surprised that Vegas. Yeah, is not there's had one. It. There is one, but it's not in Vegas. It's in. It's north of. It's north of North Las Vegas, so it's it's quite a drive um, from where I'm at. Um, so it's not like central or anything because everything central has basically been taken up by housing or ca- casinos or, you know, liquor stores. Um, 
because we don't do groceries around here. Um, but we do have a drive-in that's out this, like, there is one in the valley. So we can get to a drive-in theater. And that might be something that I need to stuff some children in and have kiddo go out and so that we can check that off the bucket list of things you need to do when you grow up. All right. I'm highly surprised, though, that Vegas out in some of the uh, more desolate areas is not built like a drive-in, because I think that it would actually do well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, also, on Tuesday, it is World Caring Day, uh, and then it is National Boon Day on Tuesday. Uh, if you're going to ask, it is observed each year on June 7th. It commemorates the day that frontiersman Daniel Boone first began exploring the valleys and forests of the present-day bluegrass state of Kentucky on June 7th, 1769. So National Boone Day. And it is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. I don't think chocolate ice cream gets a fair shake because when we talk about ice cream, we usually always talk either – vanilla or then strawberry or like some specialty flavor. Nobody really it, nobody really thinks about chocolate, you know. And even then, remember back in the days when our parents would buy those uh, Neapolitan ice cream things and you try to scoop as much of the strawberry and vanilla and leave the chocolate. <laughs> I, know I, just, I, I, know I tend to like the chocolate. I like I like the chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream is something that I do enjoy. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, it is National Oklahoma Day. National VCR Day is June seventh, uh, mm. and then June eighth is National. I do. Here's the thing. It's in my closet. And I've been meaning to pull the VCR out and go back through some old VHS tapes that I have because I have been very lazy these last 10 or 15 years and have not had them switched over to something um, probably worthwhile, more up-to-date and current. <laughs> uh, but I still do. And actually, they're very expensive on eBay. If you look for a VCR, good luck. It's a very expensive thing. Um. June 8th is uh, uh, it's National Name Your Poison Day. <laughs> it is also National Upsy Daisy Day and National Best Friends Day on June 8th. Uh, June 9th is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day, National Earl Day, and it is National Donald Duck Day on June 9th. And then to give you a um, heads up for next week. June 10th is uh, National Movie Night, National Ice Tea Day, um, National Black Cow Day, Ballpoint Pen Day, Herbs and Spices Day, and next Friday is National Egg Roll Day. So I already know what National you're having for National Egg next. Roll Day. I need good egg rolls, though. That's the problem. Good egg rolls out here are hard to find. It's like they forgot how to make them. (laughs) Oh, I know a person. I think I can help you out with that. Um, This month is um, the 
well, it's National DJ Month. It's also African American Music Appreciation Month, National Zoo and Aquarium Month, uh, National Accordion Awareness Month. Didn't know you had to be aware of an accordion. Uh, it's also National Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month, National Candy Month, Camping Month. It is also uh, Dairy Month, Great Outdoors Month, Headache and Migraine Awareness Month. It's National Ice Tea Month, National Papaya Month, PTSD Awareness Month, National Safety Month, Soul Food Month, Rose Month, Turkey Lovers Month, and of course, the all-important LGBTQIA Pride Month this month. Um, so definitely, um, I know throughout the month uh, that there are a lot of, throughout June, uh, Pride Month commemorates the Stonewall Riots in Manhattan in 1969 and rallies support for the LGBTQIA community. Uh, and the month is also a time for remembering those who paved the way uh, for the community who continue to do so. Uh, the best way uh, you can join a seminar or parade near you and see how you can make a difference, and you can use hashtag Pride Month to share on social media. So those are a list of the things that are going on for the month of June or for the next week. Um, thing too, uh, this week, uh, June 1st through the 7th, is also National CPR and AED Awareness Week. And I've got to tell you, um, and I am bad at this, and I think that I should probably go back and get my certification, but very important to, especially in this day and age, to, uh, if you can, uh, learn a little bit about CPR or the use of an AED. So, yeah, um, those are the things that are up. I have my certification. There you go. Yep. Mm. Yep. Uh, is it? When is it I'm current until? Recertified. I'm current until 2023. Ah, there you go. So, if we need someone, Mary is the person that we will go to. <laughs> For now, uh, I will try For to now, see if yeah. there's any. I know. <laughs> I know normally the Red Cross. Someone closer, maybe. Yeah. I know usually local community colleges or Red Cross usually has some things. So I know I think you could probably go online and look it up and see what is available. So now definitely go out, learn it if you can, because you never know um, what happens or when you need to use it. So um, up next, retro mode of the week, and then when we return. Um, kind of an end of an era for a lot of things, and one of them affects my friend out in Las Vegas. I'll tell you what that is when we return. First, you're listening to page one with LeVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Remember making toast in a gizmo like this? Maybe you remember Grandma toasting homemade raisin bread loaded with plump raisins. Swirled with cinnamon, that sweet aroma wafting through the kitchen. Hepbridge Farm remembers they're making raisin bread like Grandma made. No artificial preservatives. A treat for breakfast, coffee breaks for midnight munchies. Try (laughs) (laughs) Pepperidge Farm raisin bread. You see, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Do you use condoms? Good. Because you know sex is a fantastic way to express your affection and your passion. Dr. Ruth Westheimer for Lifestyles Condoms. Yet, sex 
brings with it responsibility. The need for safe, reliable contraception, which is a wonderful way of showing how much you care. Lifestyles condoms. Effective, sensitive contraception. Because it isn't just about sex. It's about love. You're listening to Page One with LaVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LaVar and Mary. Remember that time you didn't use that condom? That Petron remembers. Oh, sorry. Uh, welcome back to page one. <laughs> 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 <It's so close. laughs> yes. And the reason why is that that commercial uh, is for Dr. Root, who turns 94 tomorrow. Um, Dang. Yes. <laughs> and I think the most interesting thing about Dr. Well, her back, I'm surprised that no one's really made a movie about her life. Um, sadly, I don't think it will probably be one until there's an interest, um, you know, once uh, she's gone. But, you know, the thing is, is that she was born in Germany uh, to a Jewish family. And as the Nazis came to power, her parents sent her at 10 years old to an orphanage in Switzerland for her safety. And then her parents were subsequently sent to concentration camps by the Gestapo and killed. And after World War II ended, she immigrated to the British-controlled uh, uh, mandatory Palestine. Now, she's only four feet seven inches. And at 17 years of age, uh, she joined the Haganah and became a scout and a sniper. And on her 20th birthday, she was wounded in action by an exploding shell during a mortar fire attack on Jerusalem during the 47 to 49 Palestine war. And she almost lost both of her feet. And then she moved to Paris and she studied psychology uh, at Sorbonne and then immigrated to the U.S. in 1956. She worked as a maid and put herself to graduate school, earned an MA degree in sociology from the new school in 1959, and then earned a doctorate at 42 years of age from Teachers College, Columbia University in 1970. And then she had a private sex therapy practice and really in 1980 um, started her radio call-in show, Sexually Speaking, which continued until 1990. And by 83, it was the top-rated radio show in the area where she was at in the country's largest radio market. And then, of course, she lost her television show, 2 million viewers a week. And, yeah, it, it, it's just what a life. Um, but, yeah, she turns 94 tomorrow. Uh, so, countless awards, honorary doctorates, and yeah. So, Dr. Ruth, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Dr. Ruth. She's one of my faves. She's one of my faves. I still think she's a treasure. <laughs> I loved her. Still do. I think she's awesome. There are, there are a few treasures left in this world, and like I said, I, I hope that Dr. Roof gets all of her. I mean, she pretty much was – her and Sue Johansson, they pretty much were groundbreaking people in terms of what they did uh, for 
revolutionizing really sex to TV because before then you really didn't hear too much about it, didn't even really want to talk about it really until around that time. So really over the last 40 years has it really come to the forefront and with her, uh, you know, uh, talking about and practicing safe sex and the other things to it and teaching us, uh, yeah. So, yeah, happy birthday, Dr. Roof. Uh, speaking of things that could lead to uh, love, <laughs> uh, the story that will affect you, my friend, is that Las Vegas chapels of love that use Elvis Presley's likeness could find themselves becoming, quote, heartbreak hotels. The licensing company that controls the name and image of, quote, the king is ordering Sin City Chapel operators to stop using Elvis in theme ceremonies. This according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Authentic Brands Group sent cease and desist letters in early May to multiple chapels, which are expected to be compliant by now. With Elvis so closely tied to Vegas' wedding industry, some say the move could decimate their businesses. Uh, one person, uh, Kayla Collins, who operates Las Vegas uh, Elvis Wedding Chapel.com and the Little Chapel of Hearts with her husband, said that we are a family-run business and now we're hanging with the big dogs. And she says, that's our bread and butter. I don't get it. We're just hitting our stride again through COVID, then this happens. Uh, Clark County Clerk Lynn Goya, who led a marketing campaign promoting Las Vegas as a wedding destination, said the order for chapels to stop using Elvis couldn't have come at a worse time for the sector. The city's wedding industry generates $2 billion a year, and officials say Elvis-themed weddings represent a significant number of the ceremonies performed. Uh, Goya went on to say it might destroy a portion of their wedding industry. A number of people might lose their livelihood. One chapel last weekend had its Elvis impersonator change instead into a leather jacket, jeans, and a fedora for a, quote, rock and roll-themed ceremony. Graceland Wedding Chapel, which performs 6,400 Elvis-themed weddings per year, has not been served a warning yet, according to its manager. Authentic Brands Group did not immediately respond Tuesday to an email request for comment. Now, the licensing company oversees the estates of big names like Marilyn Monroe and Muhammad Ali and 50 consumer brands. And in a cease and desist letter, the company said that it will halt unauthorized use of Presley's name, likeness, voice image, and other elements of Elvis Presley's persona and advertisements, merchandise, and otherwise. The letter also said Elvis, Elvis Presley, and the king of rock and roll are protected trademarks. Now, the order should not translate into legal action against Elvis-themed stage shows in Las Vegas, such as All Shook Up, because impersonating someone for live performances, such as shows, is considered an exception under Nevada's right of uh, publicity law. This according to Mark Trados, a local attorney who helped write the statute. An Elvis show is a performer essentially entertaining others by recreating that person on stage. Uh, Kent Ripley, whose business is called Elvis Wedding, said he has never run into this issue in 25 years of performing as Elvis. He says they want to protect the Elvis brand, but what are they protecting by taking Elvis away from the public? Um... You're in an area in which I'm pretty sure you've seen your share of Elvis impersonators and have seen a lot of Elvis. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Absolutely. <laughs> your thoughts. I mean, okay. I think it's dumb. I think that uh, it's going to be, it, it's exactly what the article said. It's going to be very hard for a lot of these marriage little chapels that are 
seriously houses that are like eight by ten. They're not like huge, grandiose things. You could drive around it barely. Um, it's gonna it's gonna put a client, it's gonna put a damper on their businesses. Um, we have the flying Elvises. They're probably gonna have to go away too. You know, like it, it's how far do you go down this slippery slope? I am not an Elvis fan. I know, shocking. Um, I like some of his early stuff before he got like fat and sweaty. Um, <laughs> he left the world knowing I was coming into it, kind of thing. Um, but it, it is a very big part of Vegas. That'd be like saying you can't have the rat pack in Vegas. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of one of those head scratchers because to... I was like, "This is what Vegas Keep is on. built Keep on." I want to hear what you want. Vegas is built on Elvis, the Rat Pack, the lore of the Mafia, and, you know, and yeah. gambling. I mean, you didn't do anything. Elvis has been gone since 1977. You know, and I'm pretty sure yeah. this group took over this uh, a few years ago. You're just now thinking about trying to protect this? Why? <laughs> because you do know. Like that one gentleman did, is that what's going to happen is that they're going to halfway dress that way and allude to, quote, a rock and roll performer. And we all know what they're doing. We're not idiots. Right. Mm -hmm. And so is it really going to stop anything if people are continuing to skirt it, or are you going to have somebody stationed at every wedding chapel to make sure that somebody does not dress in sideburns and a sequin jacket and a scarf or anything else? Where does it it's begin? Be, where does it and if they start that, it's going to be citizens complaining, and then the complaints are going to have to get handled, and it's going to cost money to have them research and then Find the chapels. Okay. They're going to complain about it because it's not going to be like the, it's not going to be Metro Police standing at every, you know, at every wedding chapel going, are you Elvis? Who are you? Are you Elvis? Who are you? They're not going to do that. They have better things to do than stand there and make sure that some guy who is in their 60s and wants to like finagle with the chickie poos with sideburns and mutton chops. No, I'm sorry. They're just not going to have it. It's not going to happen. There's, there's so much wrong with it. And I, like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not an Elvis fan at all. I really am not. I know a lot of people that are. I just don't take that away as a non-fan. Don't take that away. I don't need, I don't, I like seeing the weddings that have an Elvis and a Britney Spears as your witnesses. Like, come on. Where else but Vegas can you do that? Where else but Vegas can you have Sammy Davis Jr. being your, I don't know, the guy that performs the ceremony and you're, you know, the person that's giving you away is Dean Martin. And the flower girl is Elvis. Like, you, you just, you, don't take it that way. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. It's just 
I don't understand. It's like I said. Um, it is, and I think if they skirt the law and they try to do it a different way, as they they'll say that it's a quote performance. Because here's the thing: where if you're one of those chapels, I'll be like, oh, well, if the stage shows can get away with it because it's a performance, then maybe perhaps before the couple gets married, we should have that uh, singer at the front sing as a performance and then have the couple come down and then, you know, afterwards it's a sideshow to the singing and Miriam. Somewhere someone is going to figure out a way to skirt this law and they are going to probably, it's, it's going to be dragged through the courts. And I already know it's probably about to happen, but yes. Uh, yeah, that can affect that wedding industry out there big time. But I'm pretty sure they'll find other celebrities to maybe use. Maybe there'll be a bunch of Wayne Newtons and a bunch of Siegfried and Roy's and yeah, we'll figure it out. But, uh, <laughs> with that, uh, that leads us to what is trending tonight. Um, so one of the things that was trending, which was actually interesting, um, is that um, SmackDown is trending, uh, AEW Rampage, um, and then the last drive-in uh, with Joe Bob Briggs is trending tonight. Uh, the first movie is Roy Ward Barker's anthology film, The Monster Club. Uh, and then, uh, I'm going to get this so wrong, but content creator Rambo, or Ranboo, I'm sorry, Engages with fans on Rambo. spaces, so Rambo space is trending. Uh, go Bolts as the Tampa Bay Lightning face off against the Rangers in uh, hockey tonight. The Mandalorian is trending. Um, uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> the reason why um, is that uh, – some people will pretty much, I mean, there's a lot of different things about the Mandalorian tonight, but uh, what they're doing is that they are changing some of the words in the Mandalorian to mean other things. So, um, if, for instance, uh, it says the Mandalorian, but as an 80s sports card, it becomes uh, a sentiment. So then they put the man and then DeLorean. Uh, so now you see where this is going. Uh, everyone that says the Mandalorian, but he's making short political documents, documentaries. Uh, uh, so it will be the propaganda Lorian. <laughs> I'm so shaking yeah. my head right now. But yeah, so there's a lot of that going on because Twitter is bored. Um, <laughs> uh, so yes, Apple TV is trending tonight as uh, baseball is on Apple TV. And then also uh, trending is Garrett Cole, as Yankees pitcher Garrett Cole finishes with a near-perfect outing against the Tigers, giving up two hits across seven scoreless innings. Uh, And then uh, Pizza Hut is trending, as people discuss Pizza Hut's Book It program, which offers reading recommendations and summer activities for kids. Um, What happened and where this went to is that people now are not happy with Pizza Hut. 
Um, we're actually, oh, God. Well, <laughs> the reason why, because this is per Fox News, is that Pizza Hut's Book It Reading program featured a book titled Big Wig, which is a story about children who dress in drag and is geared towards kids as young as kindergarten. So now uh, there's a lot of backlash and oh, a lot of people are not happy. Yeah, I, I, I would be mad at Pizza Hut for having subpar pizza. Let's start there. <laughs> let's, let's forget about the big wig book it program. Like they're getting kids to read. Right. Like you're getting kids to, you know what? This automatically I'm automatically gonna go to it. Here you go. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much <laughs> at this point. At this point you know, let me step up on my political soapbox. It is about that time for, you know, voting. <laughs> Hey, let's bring down pizza because they suck at pizza and they are supposed to, no one's supposed to out pizza the hut. Okay. Like, come on. False. Like you said, the good kids to read. I wouldn't care less what you read. I wouldn't care if you're reading. A Danielle Steele novel. At this point, she gets kids to read. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the freaking read a book. Not read online. Not read on an iPad. Read a flipping book. <laughs> Paper with typesetting. <sighs> Off my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your less than two minute rant is over now. Yes. <laughs> And also trending tonight, because I know you're now going to get back on that soapbox, because I wasn't know I didn't know if you were aware, but uh, Nick Cannon is trending, and the reason why is that um, he is expecting baby number eight. <laughs> oh God! And, and yes, no, this is the repeat of pastor. <laughs> Another child is on the way for Nick Cannon, and he is defending his parenting ahead of baby number eight's birth. Um, and, uh, well, Stop someone had, with Nick Cannon. Someone had quoted him. Stop right. it. Nick Cannon, they said, Nick Cannon promoting having multiple children by multiple women with no issue while the government is trying to control women's reproduction rights is exactly what's wrong with this country. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Here's the reason we need these. Oh my God. Well, another person said, just found out Nick Cannon is willing to pay $1.2 million in child support annually. It says, ladies, think of how much you all could be getting for your kids if you're united. <laughs> but that's the other thing is that I, I don't blame Nick Cannon for this. I can't. Because the thing is, is that his exploits are well known. So if you sleep with Nick Cannon, you already know that there are other people to whom he has children with. So you are sure... Why did he just Could have you... children with? No, no, you are being way too nice. If you sleep with Nick Cannon, he's probably impregnated somebody 10 minutes before he came to your house. This is what yeah. has happened. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's at least within the last nine months because you know he's got a baby on the way every nine months and sometimes overlapping. So I just, 
I, that's why I didn't say anything about Nick Cannon. I said, ladies, stop sleeping with Nick Cannon. It is, it is not Nick Cannon's fault. I mean, it is because he's a dog, but that's, he's, a, he's a documented dog, and he's not hiding it. So I am not mad at him for saying, listen, I'm out there getting mine, and I like, you know, not wrapping it up, so this is what's happening. And he's taking care of his business. So I'm not mad at him for that. I think it's ridiculous. I think he needs to get his head checked. But I'm not mad at him for it. Which I'm mad one? at the women that look at him. <laughs> Probably both. Probably both. Not even a lie. I'm getting bad I'm mad at the women that go out there. And maybe I'm not even mad. Maybe I just don't understand why you would want to have a baby with someone who has had a baby or has another woman that's pregnant currently while you're creating this baby and has eight of them with only one that has two babies with him. So he's had There's no way. six other There's mothers? no way he could spend time with all of them. There's no way he could spend time with all of them equally. Just none. No way. Some of those not, with, know not with so many different mothers. Not with so no. many different mothers. Like, if no. he had eight kids, like, I'm thinking George Foreman with, like, the 17 Georges that he has, right? He's no, only had the them with one, one, two moms. <laughs> yeah. I think it was one or two, but they're all under the same roof. He didn't, like, split but them all under up the and they're not on different sides of the country. Yes. <laughs> right. They're all under the same roof. So he can send, no. Is he spending equal time with all of his Georges? I don't know. I don't have to make that decision. But I'm going to say it's probably more likely than Nick Cannon is spending the same amount of time with all of his kids being spread out as they were. Um, but he's still taking care of business. So I, like, I'm not, again, not mad. I think he needs to go and see a therapist, um, both reproductive and like the brain one, I just like overall therapy, you know. Although I would choose to have, go see a male therapist, Nick, so you don't get them pregnant. Like I don't know yeah. if I want to be anywhere near the guy. Like you look at a like the woman looks at Nick Cannon. Guess what he's having? She's having his baby. It's like it seems like that's what's going on. Right. Like you could get pregnant yeah. by proxy. Nice <sighs> man. That's just... Well, Father's Day is in a few Women. weeks. So. <laughs> a lot of time, Women. Nick. And I said it about women. I never said, Nick, put your put your stuff away. I should have. I should have said, Nick, put your stuff away. You shouldn't be doing that. But I, he's, he's been open about this the entire time. So, women, it's your fault. Don't get mad. And you can't get even. You knew ahead of time. And then we all know what happens when Nick meets someone new and then the first thing that he actually, like, tells them. You do you it know. for Randolph Scott. Randolph Scott. <laughs> we all know what happens. I can't hit that note. Otherwise, I would have sang it, too. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. And that's I, a line yeah. that would work on me. <laughs> <laughs> Lordy, yeah. Um, 
what is trending. I, I do know the other thing that has been trending over the last couple of days for our uh, friends across the pond. Cue the special music. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Uh, Jubilee is going on. Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it, uh, which was pretty cool. And I think it would have been even more cool to be over in the UK for that. Um, but yeah, good to see almost the family all together. <laughs> even though Prince Harry was kind of kept back behind uh, <laughs> certain things. It was only for working members of the household. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do hope that they're able to mend things. I mean, I get it. If you're Harry, you got no skin in the game. You, you, you're sitting behind your father and your brother. So why would you have to... And your brother's kids. And your brother's right. kids. Not your father and your brother right. only. You're behind your father, your brother... And your brother's kids, and your brother, and your brother-in-law, or your sister-in-law, like making babies. So you may be pushed right. back a few more, depending on how long that goes on. Right. So it's like, why should I give a rip about carrying out all these duties and trying to, like, you know, be your your little literal, just like, yeah, I, I, I get it. He wanted to have his own life. I don't blame him. And, and at that point, God bless you. But I know that there was a lot of backlash, a lot of people that hated him for it. Um, and some people love him for it. It's an either or, but yeah, how quickly one can go from, you know, loved because you know uh, they were the one that Harry found, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like they think that she's like Yoko Ono, and it's just, it just yeah, it's like uh, all my children, I guess, in some way. But hopefully they will at one point get back together and um, uh, be on good terms. But I know yeah, you can't, they can't be. And I think I heard that today or yesterday um, at the church services that Harry sat far away from his brother and dad. And I was like, that's that's a shame to hear, you know. So, mm-hmm. I'm Unless he sure was told that he had to because of the – you never know. Even then, even then, that's still the son of the future king of England, and it's kind of like no matter if you're a working royal or not. I mean, his place is there next to his. Pretty sure that's not what his mom would love to see. Um, so he worked too hard to get them to be normal than to have this now happening. But as things grow and responsibilities, it's it's things like that that kind of stretch things thin, but um, we shall see. Interesting. Um, Yay or nay, real quick, there was a few things here. Interesting story of note, and we always hear about these stories, and then we also test our own moral compass, but there was a California woman that found $36,000 in cash hidden inside a couch acquired through Craigslist. Uh, (laughs) So... uh, she brought home a set of sofas she found, more than $36,000 in cash hidden inside one of the cushions. Uh, Vicki Amudu of Colton in San Bernardino County started looking through online ads for furniture for her new home. And as she scrolled through Craigslist, she found those two sofas and a matching chair that someone was giving away for free. 
and she said maybe it was a gimmick. Let me call him. It turns out the family was giving away the furniture and uh, explained that a loved one had recently passed away, and they were liquidating everything on the property. Uh, she said that the two sofas in the chair worked perfectly in her new home, and that uh, she was so excited she picked it up. But when she got home and was examining the sofas more closely, she discovered something strange, that there was some kind of unknown item inside one of the cushions. She said she thought it was a heat pad, and she immediately counted that theory because there was no electrical cord. And when she finally unzipped the crystal and looked inside, she discovered several envelopes filled with thousands of dollars in cash. And she says, I was screaming, this is money. I need to call the guy. Um, the family, like I said, confirmed that it was $36,000. Uh, she said she uh, was never tempted to keep what she found. She said she immediately gave the money back to the family who gave her the furniture. Uh, she said, God has been kind to me and my children. They're all alive and well. I have three beautiful grandchildren, so what can I ever ask from God? Uh, she said that when she returned the money, the family told her they had discovered other cash hit throughout the rest of the house, only a few hundred dollars. The family's not sure why the deceased man may have hidden so much money inside his couch. And as a way of saying thank you, they agreed to give you $2,200 money she needed to buy a new refrigerator. Uh, she says, I was not expecting a dime. I was not. You find, uh, yeah, and day she returning the money that she found in the uh, $36,000 couch. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about it. <laughs> oh, I'm such a bad person. She's so much better than me. I like, she returned it. Um no, I would return it. I would return it. I would call them and I would say this was, it's not mine. It 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 oh, it would be hard though. It would be really really hard. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm not going to look at it and go, "Yeah, but they didn't know." Cuz they wouldn't have given me this couch if they know that this is well in there. And then drug money would have been the next thing that went to my brain. Like he died of mysterious like he just passed away. Like, yeah, drug bust. Like <laughs> that would have gone through my head. And eventually I would return it. I would return it. But it would be very, very hard. I would go through a lot of iterations first and, and really want to keep it. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm being honest. It would be hard for me to return it, but I would, re- but I would return it. I, I, I appreciate your honesty. You know that, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, temptation. I, I, it, 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 yeah, temptation would be very, very hard. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, if you do it, and then it's kind of like I'm pretty sure the family would have came calling along, like, "Hey, we've been finding stuff. Was there anything in that couch?" <laughs> and then it's kind of like, uh, "Well, now you got me." But uh, yeah, you're better to be honest than to keep. So. Uh, also, yay or nay on this one, because we love our food combinations or things that are out of the ordinary. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. feeling snacky but can't decide something salty or something sweet, with Oreo and Ritz's latest collaboration, you won't have to. The two companies have joined forces to create a one-of-a-kind snack that merges both of their signature products, Oreo cookies and Ritz crackers, and it's aptly named Ritz X Oreo. Uh, The hybrid product features one Oreo cookie and one Ritz cracker with a layer of peanut butter cream and Oreo cream sandwich in between. 
The limited edition collaboration is available exclusive at oreo.com forward slash Ritz. Uh, and customers can score a pack for free. You just have to pay the three ninety five for shipping. Uh, the big patch, uh, if they're still available, because it was on Thursday, but the uh, brands only created 1,000 packs, so the demand is likely to be high, higher than the snack stack, which uh, you usually have. But if salty-sweet combos delight your taste buds, you're likely intrigued at this point, uh, as were many Instagram users. Uh, no word yet on if the uh, collaboration will be something that you will find on store shelves. Um, so uh, I guess there's two things, Jay, or nay to this, Jay, or nay to that type of collaboration. And then how do you eat that whole or twist it apart? Oh, eat it whole. I'll start with that one. And I'm actually online. Oh, no, the snack you didn't know you were waiting for has sold out. Yeah, sorry. So it is sold out. <laughs> it is sold out. But it does have a picture in large to show detail. And um, I'm not mad at this. I'm really not mad at this. Like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I'm a fan of salty and sweet. Like, trail mix. You know, peanuts and, and M&M's and chocolate and movie popcorn and, like, a bunch of crunch and movie popcorn. That is, like, my favorite combination ever. I love it. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of salty and sweet being together in, in one thing, and I would try it. I would absolutely try it. Will it work? I don't know. But I'd try it. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I like it's salt- already gone. Yeah, I like I like salty and sweet things too. Uh, I think that's why you know sometimes when they do those Krispy Kreme hamburger combinations, I'm kind of intrigued. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I have a feeling that because of the popularity of it, and if more people talk about it, they will probably bring it out for a limited time in the stores. I can see that. Um, so mm-hmm. here's to it. A uh, couple of quick things before we let you guys go for the evening, because I know you love things from the uh, smoking gun files. Uh, so, um, two stories of note. One was a burglar broke into a Pennsylvania residence, and he stole something, according to police. He only stole pierogies valued at $10. The suspect cops said last month burglarized the apartment of Tyler White, uh, who lives in Trout Run, a village 15 miles from Williamsport. The thief made off with a five-pound bag of Mrs. T's brand pierogies, according to a Pennsylvania State Police report. Investigators valued the pilfered pierogies at $10. In addition to stealing the frozen pierogies on May 20th, the burglar caused minor damage to drywall in the home's kitchen. The investigation is ongoing, according to the police report. Uh, of course, the Pennsylvania-based Mrs. T's pierogies describes itself as the largest provider of pierogies in the country. And, yes, uh, be on the lookout for someone who has taken pierogies. The pilfering pilfer who pursued Pilfered pierogies in Pennsylvania. <laughs> in Pennsylvania. pierogies in Pennsylvania. That better have been the headline. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, of course, because we can't have any type of smoking gun story without a story from Florida, 
a trespassing suspect with his, quote, pants open and genitals exposed, explained to Florida police that he was, quote, doing a chant and was cleansing himself spiritually when he was discovered at 2.15 a.m. on the premises of a closed Mexican restaurant. Cops say that Kenneth Cray tripped the silent alarm after jumping a fence early Monday at the Red Mesa Cantina in St. Petersburg, and when officers arrived at the restaurant, Gray was seated inside a fenced area near the outdoor bar with, quote, his pants open and genitals exposed. Gray was detained and subsequently charged with loitering and prowling, a misdemeanor. After being read his rights, he, op- he reportedly acknowledged trespassing and told police that he was, quote, doing a chant and was cleansing himself spiritually. He's locked up in lieu of $250 bond and was ordered to stay away from the restaurant. His rap sheet includes prior convictions for trespassing, obstructing police, and possession of an open container of alcohol. Yes, uh, I would think that if you're going to go to an eatery and do that, and you're going to cleanse yourself, it would probably be done more in the bathroom than it would be outdoors. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Only in Florida. Only in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, with that, my goodness. With that, my friend, um, I will ask if you have any shout-outs uh, this week. Um, there is a birthday this weekend, so happy birthday Yay. to you. I got, uh, I, not, um, not me. I got <laughs> his postcard for, not, uh, I got his postcard <laughs> for another mattress, so he'll know who he is. Um, other than that, no, um, happy birthday to, well, happy Ju- 70th Jubilee, platinum Jubilee to the queen, um. May you enjoy your four-day weekend while, you know, causing other people to be annoyed because, you know, shops are closed and et cetera, et cetera. Um, no fish and chips. That. <laughs> uh, some shops have actually closed for the entire Jubilee. Um, Thursday and Friday were both uh, designated as bank holidays. So a lot of the shops were closed. Was that like so that, a Madonna Cosmetics. Just cosmetics, that's all. But yeah, so uh, no, I, I really don't have any other uh, shout outs today. Next week I'll have a few more, I'm sure. But happy June. <laughs> what yes, are we at now? Happy June. Uh, Which shows? Are we at now? This is show number one ninety five. Yes. 195 and we are in now june uh actually yes next week show number 196 so um yeah we're getting closer closer and closer (laughs) uh i have a feeling like i said at right now where it stands if everything goes according to plan show number 200 will either be the next to last week in July or the last weekend of July. So it will either be the 22nd or the 29th because in between now and then, uh, we will be off a couple of times here on Friday nights. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're getting closer. We're edging there. So um, we appreciate you listening to this one. We appreciate you if you've listened to um, any one of our shows because, yeah. Um, hopefully soon we can return the favor and do things a little bit more interactive with you, which we are working on. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You may be able to uh, be a little bit more interactive uh, than with this. So I know we've been teasing it, but we want to make sure that everything is good to go before it actually goes. And I think that you will be um, – I think you'll enjoy it. So, yeah. On top of the fact that now we have an affiliate so that we can help, you know, with the affiliation, we got more people bringing in. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, fun, fun. There'll be emotes, there'll be sound alerts, there'll be ways to interact with the entire thing. It'll be great. (laughs) Yes, it always is. But no, thanks guys so much for listening. Um, next Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, we'll be with you. Um, in the meantime, be kind to each other, have a safe week, and uh, go out and enjoy it. And, um, yeah, be safe out there, as they always say. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. You know, I told you people something a long time ago, and it's just as pertinent today as it was then. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.